going to be friendly, so it's hot. Hey guys. <laughs> she sounds like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Hey, hey. <laughs> That's what Dirty Sears said. Oh, I don't know. Oops, uh, I did it again. Hee hee. Oops, I did it again, y'all. Hee hee. <laughs> that, that actually kind of sounded like Britney. Like, if I close my eyes, I could have sworn she was right there. I forget how to start. I hate starting these things. <laughs> starting it's, is the hardest it's, part. It is. It's so good when you're, like, in it, in the zone. Uh-huh. Mm. But it's really hard when, you know, you're, like, looking for things to say. It's like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> and, like, sometimes you just feel like a slave for you. You want me to hit you, baby, one more time? Please don't. I really want to keep going, but we're going to stop. <laughs> you're too good at this, Nick. <laughs> hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picconi. And we're Late, Late to, to the, the Party. party. A podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture from two best friends mentally still in 2002. Uh, yeah. Today we're discussing Crossroads. Starring Brandy Spears, y'all. Uh, Taryn Manning and Zoe Saldana. Oh, and Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah. Kim Cattrall. She's there for like two seconds. Maybe six lines of dialogue. Mm. At most. I wonder how much money she got for that. What? Like, the rumor at the time... Did you hear about the rumor at the time where she was like, Britney Spears was going to be on Sex in the City and they were going to do like a little trade-off situation? No, I did not hear this. Yeah. Well, you know, Britney Spears loves Sex in the City. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, who doesn't, you know? It's true. But so wait, they were going to trade. But Kim Cattrall is not really in charge of that kind of stuff, right? Not really. I That was just like the rumor at the time. Maybe it was like hoping since like Kim Cattrall being Crossroads Britney Spears to be on Sex and the City. It's like wishful thinking. Didn't work out. I mean, it was one of those like IMDb facts as well, which I feel like sometimes people just put in there. Just kind of like Wikipedia. Yeah. Like Wikipedia tickling. Like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh, yeah. Which like I always thought it came out in February. But then I saw on Twitter the other day that someone Wikipedia tickled that it came out on the 27th of January. I'm really confused. Yeah, I thought it was Same. February. Same. But, like, I remember it being February, like, in real life. Like, we were alive in 2003. Yeah, you have a really good memory, too. Thank so, you. Especially when it comes to movies. Yeah. I feel like I know a Kate Hudson rom-com. I know those stats. Mm-hmm. But tell them. I guess. I feel like, though, like, Twitter does that thing where... It just will say, like, oh, it's the anniversary of this, and people just, like, glob onto it. Yeah, people glob onto anything on Twitter, honestly. I take it with a grain of salt. It's true. I haven't heard a lot about Crossroads on Twitter, though. Yeah, and why not? Well, I feel like this movie's forgotten. Like, even I forget about Crossroads. Honestly, same. Like, but it's such a good movie. Like, it's it's really good. Like, like did you like Crossroads? Yeah. I mean, you mean this time around? Yeah, this just, time around. Yeah. I feel like every time I've watched it, I like it more. I've only really seen it like two or three times, though. Like, um, like a few years ago, you introduced me to Crossroads. Like, I don't remember really? it existing, to be honest, until you brought it to my attention. So You know how hard it is. Well, you know how hard it is to, to find, find Crossroads. Yeah, like on streaming. Stream. Or, yeah. 
Which, I mean, do you think that's, like, a licensing thing? Like, because they use, like, Britney Spears, probably. Something with her oh. name. I don't know. I think it has something to do with her being in it. I don't know. Mm. And the conservatorship. I don't know. I just think there's something up with it, like, legally. I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. Like, an Aaliyah situation where um, the estate or whatever. I know she's not dead, but maybe. I don't know. I'd like, I'm, I'm like, maybe it's, like, a Jamie Spears thing. Or maybe... I was thinking, like, because they use so many songs. So, like, mm-hmm. they use, like, Bye 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 and, like, Man, I Feel Like a Woman and Cheryl. Like, there's so many yeah. songs, like, just hit songs. Maybe they can't get the licensing for all of them on streaming. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that aspect of streaming. Um, But the soundtrack is so good. And I wish it was, like, an actual soundtrack. Like, I wish they released it. But I guess you can always make your own on Spotify. But, I mean, people have... As yeah. they should. I st- like started to. <laughs> <sighs> no, the songs are so good, but it is crazy that this movie is so forgotten. You can't look up a soundtrack on Spotify. You can't stream that. Like I, we watched this movie on a DVD separately. Mm-hmm. Um, a DVD that I got at it was called Movie Land in Virginia Beach. So just like a movie rental store. I love that. I do, too, except the fact that I let you borrow my crossroads. You got to watch the whole thing. And I'm not going to lie. The DVD crapped out on me. I'm sorry, Nick. I'll get you a new one. (laughs) Well, it's okay. You just will have to, when we talk about this movie and we get to the end, just know that I could not watch the ending of Crossroads, so it's going to be straight from memory. Okay. Yeah. But I do remember it a lot. It's like one of those movies I forget until like, it's like one of those dreams. You know what I mean? Like those things from your youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. This movie, it's like, I feel like it's like so pure. Like it's like, I don't know. How can you not like this movie? And I don't know. I love that they make a friendship pact. Well, isn't it like Britney Spears is, she like and her team work to create crossroads and like she had the idea yeah and then they kind of gave it to chandra rhymes mm-hmm. right and chandra she rhymes chandra chandra rhymes i don't know i like to add an r in there my chandra bad. rhymes <laughs> of Grey's anatomy fame which i've never seen Grey's anatomy same like not i've seen like a of episode or two but i was never like hardcore with it but i know like the was it private practice was that one that she was behind Never seen Private Practice. I don't know, but pretty much everything she's behind is like a hit, right? Like with everyone agrees. Yeah, no, I I think that's what they say on those like the ABC like lineups are probably like everyone agrees. Chandra Rhymes <laughs> creates a hit. Yeah, but but I don't think I've ever seen anything created by Chandra Rhymes. Well, what else did she create? Um, she did Scandal. No, or no, was it How to Get Away with Murder? Ooh, one of the. I wanted to see that one so bad, but I never did. I remember. Were you there when, like, back in college, we met the one actor from How to Get Away with Murder? I think so. She was so annoying. Yeah, it was very weird. I wanted to meet Viola Davis. I know she wasn't that, there. That's who I wanted to meet. Anyways, <laughs> it was disappointing. Uh, I digress. But like, so did you see? You didn't see Crossroads mm-hmm. when. It came out. I feel like I didn't even know it was a thing. Like, At I don't, all? I don't remember. I, I somehow, 
I don't know if I was just like really sheltered, but somehow I like missed it being a thing. And then when I found out later, I'm like, wait, Britney Spears was in a movie? How did I not know this? I'm serious. Wow. Like Crossroads to me was like, it's one of those things where this is like Britney, like I'm a slave for you era Britney Spears. And she's at on the top of the world. I think like she was even like Forbes in 2002. She was Forbes like number one most like famous person. Mm-hmm. So she was just everywhere. And I was a big Britney stan, especially like I was like the prime age. I was like seven. Mm-hmm. So this era of Britney just like I was just like all about her. Is this your favorite Britney era? A hundred percent. You had the Britney CD too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, first day. First day had to go to, like, the FYE in I, the mall. I feel like this album, like, the Britney era is, like, a little underrated. Just, like, a tad. Like, I know it's up there in a lot, but a lot of people's lists not, like, number one. But I feel like maybe it's it could be the best. It's my favorite era. Like, people really are, like, all about Baby One More Time and Oops, which... I get it, but mm-hmm. Britney's my favorite era, and then In the Zone, I think, is very underrated as well. I agree. But yes, this is my favorite Britney era. And she's on top of the world. She's, like, the most famous person. She's, like, just doing the most, too. This is the most, like, creatively contr- in control she is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Love to see it. Yeah. Isn't she, like, coming into her own, like, her womanhood and all that? Like, yeah. And she's, like, experimenting in this era with, like, hip-hop and, like, certain music. Like, uh, the album was mostly produced by the Neptunes. And Mm -hmm. she's working with, like, Pharrell. And Oh, yeah. Isn't there also, like, there's, like, a remix of um, Overprotected? The Dark Child remix? Yeah. The Superior version of Overprotected? Oh, really? You think it's Superior? Yes. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree, but I don't know. Like, they are both good. And, like, the music video for the Dark Child remix is also pretty good. Like, it's. I guess it's more of a club banger, maybe. You could... I love it. Overprotected is my favorite Britney Spears song. It's so good. And the music video where she's, like, seeing all the headlines of her, like, and the walls are, like, actually caving in. Mm. And she has the flowy sleeves, like, Stevie Nicks style. I love that music video. It's... I think I like that one, and then I'm a slave for you. They kind of go, they they trade off neck and neck, yeah. And then boys, which she did that remix with Pharrell, yeah. I love the hip hop factor in this album, like just the different beats. I do too. I, I really, I really love this era, like the 2001 to 2002, like pop girly era, where like her and like I think even like Mandy Moore. Mm. They were like, oh, what's the thing to do to, like, make me seem sexy? Yeah. This was, like, pre, like, Miley Cyrus on a pole at the Kids' Choice Awards. And, like... Yeah. You had to show your belly button. That was how you... You did it. Pierce your belly button. Mm-hmm. Be sweaty. Yes. Be in a club. Mm-hmm. Put some, like, like, Arabian Nights, like... Do, 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 like things. Yeah. Like in your songs. Definitely. And maybe some Arabian dances as well. Yes. They all, always, all the choreography was like, mm-hmm. ready, come and get it. Kind of like Selena Gomez, basically. Maybe that's the reason why Selena Gomez is thriving right now because 
during her I'm about to turn 18 sexy era, she said, let's appropriate genies. <laughs> Is that the key to success? Appropriating genie culture? Yes. <laughs> genie in a bottle, baby. Yeah. So everyone does it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Every pop star's career has to appropriate a genie at some point. Yes. Um, what were we talking about though? Oh no, I was very aware of Crossroads when it came out. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to see it. Oh, but I was very aware. Is it PG thirteen? I think so. Yeah, I probably was like just not themes. Allowed. I feel like they don't show anything, but there's some like dark themes in this movie. Like it's a very lighthearted movie, but it's like it tackles some issues that are like ooh. I know it like tickles hard issues like a lifetime movie yeah like it does a little thing it's like a lifetime movie yeah it, this movie is a lot more heavy but i think it was just the whole pg-13 factor hmm. but yeah no do you remember like scholastic book fairs yes so when this movie was about to come out scholastic came out with the crossroads diary what? Which was like a book all about the behind the scenes of Crossroads and about Britney Spears, Britney Jean Spears, y'all. And I was all about it. So I read that like front to back for So before a you year. saw the movie, you read like the book, like the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so it was between this one and there was another Britney Spears scholastic book because I always knew that Britney Spears was working on a movie. And at the time it was called What Friends Are For. Okay. Morphed into Crossroads. Yeah. So as a Britney stan, I was very aware of this movie. Just not allowed to see it. Oh. And then when I finally saw it, I saw it like, I was like 10 on VHS. I probably popped it into my Hello Kitty TV. And I was just like, oh, I'm cool. And I'm a teenager now because I get to see Crossroads. That's a vibe. I know. I remember like seeing a PG-13 movie. If you weren't already 13, you're like, ooh. It's like, yeah, you felt like you were like getting away with something. I don't know. For sure. I mean, dare I now? Yes. I mean, dare I say PG-13 movies like before you're 13, very seminal in like creating who you're going to be as an adult. Definitely. I would like to say I'm more of a Lucy or a Mimi or not a Mimi. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Not Mimi's a Mimi. probably the one you don't want to be. No yeah. offense to Mimi. It's just she has some hard hands that she's dealt yeah maybe a ben maybe i'd want to be ben people think, think we, i'm a killer yeah we all want to be ben like we all want to be ben the, the car <laughs> that he has he has some cool sunglasses yeah so many cool sunglasses in this film so many cool bucket hats oh my god the bucket hats yes mimi does rock a bandana she does i'll give her that yeah but yeah so Crossroads opened February 15th, 2002, and it's directed by Tamara Davis and written by Shonda Rhimes, which I didn't know Tamara Davis directed Billy Madison. Wait, really? That's a factoid I heard that I don't know if it's correct. I should probably check but, be- yeah. <laughs> check myself before I wreck myself. Let's see. Billy Madison. I just assumed all of like Adam Sandler's movies are directed by him, but I guess I don't know if that makes sense. It's directed by Tamara Davis. Wow. What a genius. Yep. She directed Billy Madison. Oh, she did music videos. Oh, for who? For Sonic Youth, NWA, Black Flag. 
Okay, so she has a working relationship or had a working relationship with MTV. Okay. And this movie is produced by MTV. That makes so. sense. You know, I heard, like, um, for Crossroads that, like, originally Britney didn't want to sing in it at all. Like, she just was going to act and didn't want it to be, like, one of those movies where she had to sing. But I guess I guess she came around. I mean, I feel like all the music in this movie really works. I think so. Like, I think this movie is so... I... Trying to say this in a nice, it's gonna probably come off like super shady, and I mean it in a good way. But it's very derivative. Yeah, how so? Of like every like '90s road trip movie. Like I can see a little Thelma and Louise. I can see a lot of, you know, X, Y, and Z like rom com. Like it has all these staples. Like it hits all the beats. Yeah. Like there's a buddy coming of age road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, she leaves her dad. Her dad, yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of the dynamic in like Coyote Ugly, just a bit. Like hundred percent. This is Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd is just like a sub for John Goodman, basically. Yeah. Um. I think Coyote Ugly. I. Uh, I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to be very bold and bright. I can't do that to Brit because I do like this movie. It is derivative, mm-hmm. but it hits all like the stereotypical beats. Yeah. In a good way. Like, it's everything I like in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from listening and like reading about Britney Spears and her journey mm-hmm. with Crossroads, like, I get it. Like, Britney Spears is very inspired by, like, Madonna. Like, she's, you know, growing up during the 90s and seeing all these movies and just kind of, of course, like, you gotta have, like, a singing in your bedroom in your underwear scene. Like, Obviously. Check. Yeah. I mean, right. That is a really common, like, yeah, yeah, we see that in a lot of movies, but. You gotta go on a road trip with your friends and mm-hmm. sing along to the music. Yep. Is that necessary to like move the plot along no yeah they have like fun. three different scenes where they're singing in the car but i love every single one i do too and like yeah you have to have a story where like you're shy to go up and sing but then you kill it and you wear something hot yep and you got to go to prom yeah like they and graduation they did that all in like two scenes in this movie and there <laughs> has to be a live band oh yes there has to be, like, in Jawbreaker, they had the Donnas. I have a question. Like, mm-hmm. how realistic is that? Who has live bands for their proms and stuff? Like, I I don't... I think we just had a DJ and, like, the cha-cha slide for mine. You know what I mean? Like, it's very simple. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, we did go to high school in the er like the 2010s. Oh, yeah. You think things were different, maybe? Well, in the 2010s... It was very like David Gettified. I don't know if you remember. Do yeah, you guys remember? Like, so, like, bumping. So, I feel like the teachers and everyone on the prom committee really lucked out because they didn't have to pay some like shitty high school band to be the prom band because they were like, oh man, well, people really love Calvin Harris because it's like 2012. <laughs> like, let's. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Are you okay, man? <laughs> I was thinking about David Kennedy. 
This is for you, France. And then dancing on the rooftop. So this is for you, France? Or friends? Ben. movie having like stereotypical like things like oh, you're yeah. saying it's kind of derivative and like oh yeah oh prom bands yeah like prom bands or like you know the movie has like you know singing in the car anything yeah, else really um there's a teen pregnancy teen pregnancy there's betrayal there's a love they they the this i don't know if it's like because like being a young person or it's because Crossroads was so seminal in my life. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is how I assumed I would, like, you know, have a love interest. Like, we'd meet some random circumstance and, like, fall in love and, like, yeah, be in a hotel alone together for some random reason. <laughs> yeah. That's how it would happen. Yeah. We'd go on this road trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Realize we're, like, soulmates. But you hadn't heard about crossroads or somehow anything. i missed i don't know where i was i was under a rock clearly i mean there were other movies that came out in 2002 maybe i was just watching those i, I remember distinctly going to the movies to see clock stoppers iconic yeah um low like low-key people forget about that movie that's another forgotten one yeah i feel like we need to talk about that at some point i Bring agree back to light you know never forget if there's one thing I want to, like, my mission in life or, like, my mission or our mission with this podcast, yeah, I think it is to make Clockstoppers and Master, Master of Disguise, Disguise, like, known yeah. and loved. I think... Spread the word. <laughs> you know how, like, Josie and the Pussycats and even Crossroads to some extent, everyone, like, has come together and realized, like, oh, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Master of Disguise, I think. We're due for a Dana Carvey renaissance. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs> but that did not come out this week. So box office, uh, February 15th to 17th, 2002. So number one was John Q with Denzel Washington. Oh, I have no idea what that is. Not going to lie. I've seen the movie poster. That's all I know. Gotcha. And then number two was Crossroads. That's amazing. You, that's that's great. Right. It is like Crossroads. While it wasn't critically a hit, it was a hit because we were in Britney Mania. Yeah, yeah. Build uh, that they will come. I was just gonna say, I wish that she made more movies. Like, I feel like she's an underrated actor. Like, you know, when she was like on SNL or like anything, she's like acted in. Like, I think she has like a sense of humor and a charm to her that really shows on screen, and it comes off as pretty like authentic and not too cheesy you know what i mean like it's just sometimes cheesy enough i don't know i i agree she's not a bad actress she's not bad because you see some people like act that are that do other things like and yeah i mean we watched movies on this podcast and talked about them where that 
actors. Demi like, Lovato. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. I feel like Britney Spears is like the founding father of like the Disney stars or like the teen teeny bopper stars. Mm. But Britney Spears can act. I think she can. Yeah. I think she deserves more credit for I her acting. So. I think so. I mean, especially in the like really emotional scenes, she does a good job. Yeah. I almost forget it's Britney. Like, obviously it's Britney, but she plays this like normal girl so well. Like, she just seems down to earth. Because I think Britney Spears is. I think that's why we love Britney so much. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, number three at the box office was another, like, I didn't think this movie came out in theaters, but it was Peter Pan 2 Return to Neverland. Yeah, I don't really remember that very well. Like, it's, it's like, kind of, like, I sort of remember it, but... It seems like a straight-to-DVD situation, or, like, that's how I always interpreted all those, like, Pocahontas 2 or Lion King 1 and a half, you know? Yeah. But. Oh, number four was Big Fat Liar, which is probably where I was this weekend. I remember that movie, like, vaguely, but, like, I feel like I want to watch it again. I think I've only seen it the one time, but I remember being, like, this movie's great. So fun. Yeah. I loved it when they t- uh, took, like, Paul Giamatti and, like, turned him blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had this, like, Velcro wall where they, like, put the Velcro suit on and, like, ran and jumped on the wall. Yeah. I always wanted a room like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, collateral Damage, Beautiful Mind, Hearts War. Black Hawk Down, Super Troopers, and then rounding out the top ten was Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs was a great movie. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Care to elaborate? I don't know. I remember being emotional. (laughs) I remember being like, (laughs) the Snow Dogs saved the day. I don't know. Is that the one with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. I've never seen it. I saw that in the Maybe that's why it was so good. (laughs) How is it? I don't remember. I loved movies as a kid. And I remember, like, being, like, indifferent. Like, this, like, particularly indifferent. Wow. I loved it. I remember having the effect of, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a Marley and Me situation or, like, Air Buddies. I don't know. Somewhere. It falls somewhere in that realm. (laughs) Emotional dog movies. Air Buddies? Does Airbud die? No, I don't think that was that emotional. It's just uplifting. Gotcha. It has the upliftingness of Airbuddies and the sadness yes. of Marley. And the I remember gravitas. seeing Marley and me and wanting to kill myself. I don't actually think I saw Marley and me, but I read it. But it was like I think I skipped some of it and read to the end. I was like, I can't read this. Like this is too depressing. Why is everyone loving this? I saw the movie and I just like felt so embarrassed because I like could not stop crying. <laughs> Yeah, but say lovey. I don't know, 2002, man. Yeah, it was a good year. It was a really good. It was a good year for movies mm-hmm. and a good year for music. Like I found out, the number one song in the country when Crossroads came out was always on time. <gasps> Job Rule and Ashanti. Oh, I love that song. I still sing it to myself all the time when you're on time. Yeah, no, you know, I'm not on time a lot. I sing it, but like, 
I mean, I'm most of the times there when people call, but I'm not always on time. It's something I need to work on. You being 15 minutes late for work, being like, I'm always on time. <laughs> Sometimes I'm on my way to work, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You just sing it like you're late for someone's like wedding, and you're just like, I'm always, always on time. That song does seem to either play in the car for me or just in my mind when I'm running late. I don't know why. I guess it's just a joke. Just like the universe and I have. I like it. I low-key hear Ja Rule just being like, baby, baby. To me. I put it on me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. You like try to fall asleep at night. Girl, put it on me. <laughs> if I'm just like sitting alone with my thoughts, <laughs> just ja it's just like Ja Rule. <laughs> oh. Um... But yeah, uh, I guess SJP was on the cover of Vogue this month. Oh, yeah. Um, Alicia Keys just won six Grammys. That's amazing. The Fallen. That album. And the Winter Olympics was going on, which is the only Winter Olympics besides 2006 that I remember. I I totally meant to look this up, but it slipped my brain. So what... Let me see. What was going on with the Winter Olympics that year? That was... I don't remember. I know it was held in Salt Lake City. But I had a lot on my brain, Brie. Yeah, like, Crossroads what is it was that, about to that come out? stuck out? Is it just because the crossroads of it all? Um, I just knew what was going on at the time. Yeah. But, you know. You're just really focused on the Olympics this time around. No, yeah, I think I like watched a lot more appointment viewing TV maybe in 2002. Mm. So it probably came on like before or after Survivor is oh, my guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I used to tune into like the Olympic, like the um ice skating all the time. <gasps> like in the 90s, Michelle Kwan. Michelle Kwan, yeah. That's mm. why I'm like, oh, what was happening? Like who was skating? Like maybe I'll remember, you know? I mean, in my mind... Michelle Kwan is still like she's always yeah she never stops she's just she's like baby she like skates (laughs) to always on time (laughs) yeah oh my gosh that's that's also what I picture same oh this is peak Britney and Justin oh yeah so like. I remember them going to this premiere mm-hmm. and she's wearing the cute newsboy hat and they look so happy and in love. Oh. Wow. But. But, yeah. Just for that moment, I guess. In that one, yeah, moment in time. Which I think is so cute, though, that I guess Justin Timberlake was on set a lot and, like, the first needle drop for this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, besides... Open your heart, but I don't know. She kind of sings that it's not really a needle drop. But bye bye bye. Yes. They're all singing in the car. I love that scene. I think that's like a cute, like, Britney Spears for this being her debut movie role. Mm-hmm. It is a lot more subtle than I think people do these types of things nowadays. Like, the product placement, like, isn't too overt. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, subtle. She's not, like, there's no joke in the script about her being in love with NSYNC. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it's just, like, cute. It's a simpler time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
else. Well, I do know, like, a lot of the actors decided to take this job, like, even Kim Cattrall, because they were just intrigued to work with Britney. Yeah. I mean, shoot, if I was an actor and I had the chance, like, hell yeah. Well, it's crazy, like, Anson Mount, who plays her love interest, the only reason he took this job was because Robert De Niro said you should work with Britney Spears. <laughs> Robert De Niro? Because they were working together on a movie, like City by the Sea, I think, and then... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if Robert De Niro gives you advice, take it. But it's crazy that he was like, his advice was you should work with Britney Spears. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Tell me something he's been wrong about, you know? Nothing. Joaquin Phoenix begs to differ. What do you mean? With Robert De Niro. Did you see the Joker? Never mind, bad joke. Oh, oh. I did see the Joker. Yeah. That's what Robert De Niro was wrong about. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. It, it, not in the Joker's eyes. Or gotcha. Not, not to watch the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Him as an, a person, not as like the character Joker. <laughs> oh. Isn't the Joker 2 coming out at some point? With Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Same. She's another one that can act. She's my favorite pop star turned actor. What? Her as Mario. It's a me, Lady Gaga. Yeah, sorry. Which, do you notice something? What? Uh, it's on my camera. You'd have to lift them up. Oh, oh man. We thought it was it's on camera me, the whole time. Timothy. Oh, that was good. Ba, da, Wait, did boom. she voice Mario or did she do an impersonation? No, I don't know. No, there's a meme of her. Oh, oh it's a meme. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. I just didn't know because I saw this post about there being like an AI Mario and someone asking it like questions and kind of, I don't know. I don't. We're not going to talk about AI like that because you know how it gets, but just it had to do with Mario. Sorry. Yeah, sorry to do. Well, do you just want to get into, like, the plot of it? Yeah, do you want to say the... the yeah, I'll give us a plot. synopsis. I didn't really do that last time, but I'll do it this time. <laughs> um, So, this is the story of three childhood friends. Lucy, Britney Spears, Kit, played by Zoe Zaldana, and Mimi, Taryn Manning, who, after eight years apart, rediscover their friendship on a cross-country trip. With barely a plan, practically no money, but plenty of dreams, the girls catch a lift with Mimi's handsome friend, Ben, played by Anson Mount in his convertible. Along the way, they not only gather experiences that will change their lives, but they also discover how important it is to hold on to their heart's desires. It's powerful stuff. Yep. Yeah, I don't know about that synopsis. I mean, yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> I feel like... It's a little wordy. Yeah, I feel like Google, it, it's always... Almost... <laughs> it's, what, it's, what always the about. it's always there when you call it's always it's always on time it might not be accurate yeah. but it's close so but yeah oh the cool thing about this movie is it's directed by a female mm -hmm. it's written by a female it has a mostly female cast i love that um it's an african-american screenwriter and a female producer Honestly, ahead of its time. I think I 
you know, and I know that there were cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. but I feel like Britney Spears from like 2000 to 2004 is like unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like she's really like coming into her own and she's trying movies and she's getting experimental with music. And, you know, I think that even if it's her team or whatever, but there has to be all these females in 2002. That's like crazy for like, it's no coincidence. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's like a real shame that we didn't get to see Britney Spears grow anymore because it is really cool mm-hmm. that like you know yes this movie wasn't like a critical success like a critical darling yeah but she's going for things she's using her you know name like her recognition to like put out cool things and give like women and african-american women like opportunities and like i don't know i think it's cool it is cool i agree didn't didn't um well this movie were people expecting her to be like more sexy or something like i think so i think i think from what i've gathered and like the reviews are very misogynistic yeah i feel like this whole era of britney like just the treatment of her in the press and stuff was very misogynistic and yeah, I don't no, know. I I agree. Like, on one hand, she's doing like "I'm a slave for you," and that's like people aren't happy with her being so sexual. Yeah, but then there's like crossroads where they're almost like, well, why is she playing like the sweet girl? She's not like sexy enough. Uh-huh. You know, this is weird about sex enough. Yeah. I, I definitely think there's a weird like dynamic or something but like oh i just like i remember like her in interviews just being like i'm not a role model like i feel like we put so much pressure on her or just like young girls in general like there's always this thing of like either you're like you're not sexy enough or you're oh, whoa that's too much kind of like uh, you know when we watch showgirls like the whole um What's her name? Um, Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley, like kind of the Elizabeth Berkeley effect, I guess. Yeah, I mean th- that's a little more extreme, I guess. Her kind of coming into her own after being on a kids show, but you know, and I think in some ways we just maybe put these things on like women or young girls. I don't know. It's like what is there's always something wrong. Kind of like when Brittany addresses it later when she's like, you know, I would say it's. it's- it's um, it's kind of similar to Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. and her journey. I think the the only person that comes close to kind of, you know, being able to be an equal to a Britney Spears is a Miley Cyrus, because she was so huge as Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. and she did, and she's on top now, and yeah. she got to go through all the ups and downs, and. A lot of people in the beginning wanting her to be very innocent. And then every little thing she did was criticized. Mm-hmm. So then she overcorrected. Yeah. 
and was just like twerking on Robin Thicke and like going crazy, <laughs> crazy. And then now, you know, she's now respected loves her and respect, yeah, for her music and her voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like the thing when we talk about Britney Spears, there's always that elephant in the room because, like, yeah, she's not dead, right? But like, she's had a lot of her life stripped away from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like in this movie, like, her character, it reminded me of, like, her, like, her real life a bit. Like, you know, like, in the scene where she's, like, oh, like, she's talking to her dad after graduation. She's, like, I was valedictorian, but I never did all these things I wanted to do. Like, I never stayed out late or whatever. All these things. Like, I'm, like, is that a metaphor for her life in a way? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I got really existential thinking about it. I was, like, I don't know. But then she gets to do stuff in the movie. And, you know, that's true. Yeah. So maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to get too dark. Yeah. No, and I feel like life was very good for Britney. Like, even her messing up with K-Fed is just people just only seeing, like, dollar signs in their eyes. Yeah. You know, but. But this movie's like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's so good. Well, this is one of these movies, like, if, if we're going to, like, just dive into yeah. Crossroads. Crossroads is one of those movies where the movie opens with the three girls, Kit, Mimi, and Lucy, played by Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. And they have this wish box of all their dreams and their wishes and, like, things that symbolize it. Yeah. I feel like my wish box, or my 2002 time capsule, at least. (laughs) Your capsule? My capsule, at least would have, like, Crossroads. Nick, why didn't we make a wish box? Like, we made a best friend pact. We did. But we never did, like, we never buried a box of wishes. I don't know. I mean, people even did, like, time capsule boxes and stuff. Yeah. Did but you? I didn't. Oh. No. Did you? No. I, <laughs> I love the idea of time capsule boxes, though. I did one in elementary school with my class. What'd you put in there? Yeah, what'd you put in? A Beyblade. <laughs> Everything is big. goes back to Beyblades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I put a Beyblade in there. It was like 2004. Something like that. Beyblade was huge. Wow. Did it symbolize something, though? Like, because in this movie, like, they all put in, like, like one girl puts in the keychain of the world. Of the world. Because she wants to see the world. Yeah, did it symbolize uh, something? See, they were, they asked us to pick something that was, like, emblematic of that year. Mm. And, it, you know, a couple people put in, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and, like, a couple people put in, you know, probably their favorite CD from that year or, you know, something. And I put in Beyblade. I Beyblade. That's cool. Uh, I mean, what would be in your 2002 time, like, capsule box? I would put, like, a Crossroads VHS... And I would probably put, it's 2002, I'd probably put, like, a Bath and Body Works roll-on body glitter. Clock stoppers on VHS. Um, Stolen from a blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I remember writing a letter to Santa once asking for a watch that actually would stop time. I was so disappointed when it didn't. I was like, this is just a stopwatch. That's not the same. <laughs> they tried. Santa tried. Yeah. What's up? What's in your box? 
Uh, what's in my box? Definitely, probably still a Beyblade. Still a Beyblade. Uh, it's 2002. So maybe like a Game Boy Advance. I might put a Game Boy Advance in there. I don't know what Pokemon I would have been playing, but maybe Pokemon Sapphire. Um, oh, that might have been 2003. So I might have still been playing like Pokemon Silver. Mm, that was a good that one. Time. So it starts out the time capsule box their their wishes their wish box and they're like we're gonna be friends forever they bury it and the they're supposed to like on high school graduation night at midnight they're supposed to come back and dig it up yes and then they said they'd be friends forever but they kind of they're in high school they kind of go their separate ways different social circles whatever lucy is like the valedictorian and she's smart and she's her boyfriend's justin long Uh uh-huh or her lab partner. I'm I'm a little unclear about their relationship. Yeah, I don't think... I think they're just really good friends. Or they kind of did seem like... But they can't be because, like, at the end, they're not... She doesn't really break up with him or something. No, but they do make of her, like, a, a V-card pack. They do. That yeah. they would do it before graduation. And she's like, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> she, like, she decides... She's like, mm. But... But, yeah. So, like, on graduation... They, like, undo the box, and they've all gone their separate ways. Yeah, which I think it's interesting. You kind of think it's going to be Lucy mm-hmm. to be the one that is the glue or whatever, but it's actually Mimi. Mimi. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's the one that's like, come on, guys, are you coming? And Kit is kind of, like, stuck up and kind of, like, I don't know. I think she's a little jealous of Lucy. I think she's like... Oh, really? Yeah, because she's like, oh, you think you're so perfect or something. She says something to her in the hallway, and it's like, whoa chill kid's kind of like a mean girl yeah she's popular yeah she looks straight out of jawbreaker like fashion wise oh my gosh she does i love her outfits she looks like i never went into that store as a kid but do you remember deb the store deb yeah she looks like the epitome of like a mannequin the mannequin and deb yeah honestly the mannequins always they caught my eye Mm -hmm. that's what i thought like teen style was going to be same but then we got david getta yeah so <laughs> this is what it is yeah we got indie sleaze and david getta not deb it's a shame rats but um but yeah so yeah they like un i want to say unearth 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 this box but um but yeah uh well, basically, Lucy, does she have any dreams? But her dad dreams of her being a doctor. A doctor, yeah, but that's not really... She's... I don't... Oh, her dream was to find her mom. That was oh, like... Yes, she put the yes. locket into the box. That was like her dream. Um, Other than that, we don't know. Well, she wants to find your mom. Yeah. And Kit wants to be a bride. Yeah, because she puts in the bridal Barbie. And Mimi... Wants to see wants to see the world and be a singer. Yeah, that's so interesting that she like wants it. Like that's such a random little. Oh yeah, and I want to be a singer. I don't know. I mean, this movie I like. I like it because it is like a teenage girl sat down with someone, a writer, Chandra Rhymes, <laughs> and said, Literally. "Chandra Rhymes, 
Chandra? Shonda. Chandra? Chandra? I, think, I thought it was Shonda. Shonda. Shonda rhymes. Have I got you saying it Shonda. wrong? <laughs> they... Shonda. 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 Yeah. It sounds like Sean Paul. Like... <laughs> Shonda Paul. I'm about to do something. Shonda Paul. I'm and Rebecca. <laughs> um. No, no, no. It's Jody and Rebecca. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Man. I'm Someone a- knows they're Shonda Paul. Shonda Paul. Shonda Paul. Shonda Rhymes. Shonda Paul. Anyways. Oh, man. He was also really big in 2002. Literally, yeah. So, um, you don't really care what people say. Just give him the light. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are like turning into Sean Paul super fans. I've never, fan. I've never not been with Sean Paul super Ah, uh, get busy. Uh, anyways. What was I saying? You were saying that it's literally like a teenage girl sat down with, oh, with Sean <laughs> With Sean Paul? Sean Paul. It's like a teenager literally sat down with Shonda Rhimes. Yes. And stop, Ben. I'm not. I'm not. You're looking at the screen laughing. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a teenager sat down with Shonda Rhimes and was like, you know what I think would be cool, y'all? If this happens, and then we're at prom, and then we're at graduation, and then we like have a dream box, and then we go on a road trip. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I love it's like how it's like the girls are kind of reluctant, even after digging up the box, like whatever. They're like, oh, you want to go on this road trip? That's, that's stupid. Why would you do something like that? Like, yeah, they're cause, haters. Because Mimi wants to go and audition. To be a singer or for like a record contract. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of doing the most, at least at the beginning. Like, she's going for things. So you have to admire that. I, and she's pregnant. She is. It's, it's she's not letting it stop her. Events. Yeah. Yeah. And they think she's a dead or like, not a deadbeat, but they're like judging her for it. Mm-hmm. But yet she actually knows what she's going to do after high school. She's going to be a singer. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> even she though. She thinks. She gets stage fright. She didn't account for that. It yeah, wasn't really thought through. Also relatable. That's also like a teenage girl thing. Yes. I like that. I do like even the bad things about this movie, I really love. Yeah. Like, I love how this is just like a like a teenage girl's dream. Yeah. So they decide to go on a road trip. Yeah. So Mimi could be a singer. And then Lucy's like, so I can go to Arizona. And you can drop me off and let me see my mom. Mm-hmm. And Kit, her boyfriend, is in college in L.A. So it's, like, perfect. Right. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll catch him. Because she's trying to, she keeps trying to, like, talk to him and see him. And he's kind of giving her the runaround. She's like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Like, low key. She's like, all right. <laughs> he's like, I don't have time for you. She's like, all right, but I'm going you. to see you. Yeah. Sounds good. Because <laughs> uh, she wants to be a bride, gosh darn it. Yeah. Exactly. And I know it's Louisiana, but that's kind of crazy to be like, I'm graduating high school and I'm engaged. It's a little, yeah, it's kind of a lot. And he's in LA already. I don't know. It's, it's a lot, but, but you know, but you know. Um, But before they go to LA, mm-hmm. 
there has to be this awkward scene where Lucy tries to lose her virginity to Justin Long. Oh, yeah, that scene. Oh, my gosh. That is, it's so funny because it's so, it's like that awkward kind of cringy first time scene that we see sometimes in these kind of movies. And he just let's get it on. My least favorite song on the planet. Really? Least favorite? Let's get it on. What about, what about, um, it's by the crash test dummies. Uh huh. Then let's get it on. What about, um, what about that song though? That about like the rain, like, um, complain is a bop no, not forever. A bop. No, um, unwritten, but no, it's uh, it's the one that you hate. It's that, that I, I always hate. joke on you for. Um, it's a bit spider. No, <laughs> yeah, Nikki, <laughs> all the rain songs. No, it's like uh, oh, I can see clearly uh, now. The, the rain, rain is, is that that one? Yeah, that's that up there. That's still? up there too. But where does it? Is it like the the most hated? It's, like. It's in the top 10. Okay. For sure. But yes, they play Let's Get It On. But I just feel like it's such a mismatch, which is very cute because we don't see that a lot in movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. Or like a shrimpy guy like Justin Long would be potentially with Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. But it's still Britney Spears, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I thought the scene was pretty funny though. Like it's he's all nervous and she's just like, "This is not how I pictured it," and he's like, "This is how I pictured it." He was, and then he's like, "I have a whole list of why we should do this." Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> she's kind of like rethinking. Like, do you really need a list? I don't know. Which we skipped over my favorite part of the movie. Oh no! By the way, when we're introduced to Lucy, mm-hmm. she's in her room in her underwear in a cowboy hat dancing into a spoon to open your heart by madonna i love that scene like jumping on the bed which i love a good singing in your underwear scene same here cameron diaz and charlie's angels Mm -hmm. i I mean we all sing in our underwear sometimes right always yeah jump on the bed when no one's looking i don't know it's been a while since i've done that (laughs) every tuesday yeah yeah (laughs) nice (laughs) but but yeah so they go on this road trip, mm-hmm. and they meet. We meet Anson Mount, Ben, who's going to drive them, and they all think he's a killer because he went to jail. Yeah, and he got out though. Like killers don't go to jail and get out like for that for twelve months. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make sense. There was something there that I'm like, but you know, maybe just like when you're you're not thinking about that. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I love how it's like the rumor, though, like the whole school thinks he's a killer or something. Because he went to jail for 12 months. For 12 months. Only 12 months. Yeah. But I digress. But they go on this trip and they they sing some songs. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about the needle drops a little more in this movie? Because I feel like that's half the movie. We're in the car and Britney Spears and Zoe Saldana and Taryn Manning get to sing some songs. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which one's your favorite of all the songs that they they do in there? Well, I love the Bye 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 scene, but it's quick, you know, because he changes, Ben changes the radio station. But I love when they're all singing. um, Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, They're they're not all singing, man. I feel like a woman. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> they should be though. But no, they're singing. Um. Oh, if it makes you happy, that's probably my favorite. Scene. That's my favorite. I just love that song so much anyway. And when that song comes on, I feel like I would sing it like that at the top of my lungs because they all of them, all four of them, mm-hmm. are literally like at the top of their lungs, just really feeling it. And it's like it's such a good song because the theme of it too. You know, they're kind of like on this little journey and yeah it's just so perfect like ever i think all the needle drops just fit so well i agree that's one of my favorite scenes when they all sing if it makes you happy because for the first time i feel like a lot of their dynamics the three girls and ben mm-hmm. it's a little awkward mm-hmm. in the beginning and if it makes you happy that scene is a turning point where I actually noticed them as actors, or if this is the editing, I don't know, something about it, the vibe shift and shifted. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were, like, after that, actually friends. Yeah. And, like, vibing and, like, all that awkwardness that was in the beginning of the film just, like, dissipates. It is really cool. I don't know. I really, I really dug that. That was, like, my favorite scene. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like, I feel like this movie, like, I remember the beginning of it so vividly, mm-hmm. but it really does, like, towards the middle, pick, like, pick up the stride, and I, I it is pretty good for all intents and purposes. This yeah. It's a pretty good movie. I think it's good. I like, I like a good, like, road trip, coming of age movie. It checks all the boxes for me. Also, Zoe Saldana shines. So she's actually my favorite part of this film. She's really good. I yeah. You know, one of her first roles and I I really like think she shines. I agree. Yeah. I also like the pace of this movie. Like it's refreshing compared to some movies that we've seen lately that feel like they're going so fast and just kind of chopped up. You know what I mean? Just Yeah, like I feel like this is like a 2-hour jaunt. Yeah, you're like you feel like you're really on this journey with them. Yeah, but it doesn't overstay its welcome. I like it. It gets in. It does what it has to do. It yep. doesn't give you exposition that you don't need. Yeah, everything has a purpose. Yeah. It's Nothing's a- filler. No. Not even the scenes where they're singing in the car. It's not like, to me. Yeah, not to me. It's it's basically just a movie for us. <laughs> just like Josie and the Pussycats. That's for our, the thinking. Yeah. Nikki and Brie. And this one's for like just you don't have to think too hard yes. when you watch this one at all. You just kind of zone out. You're like huh. Like maybe a little bit of thinking but not yeah. not too much. Josie and the Pussycats is like a thinking man's teen movie. <laughs> yeah. And Crossroads is for the dreamers. For the dreamers. Definitely. You know what's a dream of mine? Karaoke contest. <laughs> yes. To realize mid-road trip Ah oh, man, I don't have any money because I'm a teenager. Uh-huh. Uh, what am I going to do? Got to sing. I got to sing. I got to sing for my money. That's one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when they like go to this karaoke contest, which I I don't know. Are, do karaoke contests really work this way where they pass along a tip jar? Like It's very coyote ugly. It's very coyote ugly, right? That's what I was thinking. And they even dress kind of like a little scandalous to kind of get the crowd going. Britney Spears is um, like DIY, like almost Harley Davidson, rhinestone inspired crop top that says, does it say freedom? I don't. I I didn't really read it. I love it. 
with her crimped hair and blue eyeshadow. Oh, it's so good. That blue eyeshadow is like. <sighs> and Zoe Saldana's wearing that airbrushed like lion the... t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I love that too. I'm like, ooh, aesthetic. <laughs> There's so many good moments like outfit wise in this movie as well. There's so many butterflies. There's like low rise lo- jeans. Low rise jeans. Her sleeves at the end when she sings um i'm not a girl not yet a woman like those crazy long bell sleeves so good love that yeah britney spears sings i love rock and roll oh it's that's another trope she doesn't want to be a singer oh yeah but she's the one with the talent but she's the one with the talent yep um that's the superior version of that song to me just saying i know that's a big statement but i uh-huh yeah i stand by it i love rock and roll is one of those songs that i don't think about a lot mm-hmm. but when i do i do think about the britney spears cover not gonna lie yeah i feel like that's the only cover i know i think i've heard that one first so it's just in my brain like it's just like I don't know. Just, um, what's the word? Like, like imprinted in, in your brain? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. I do like her cover. Yeah. I feel, what did I talk to you about yesterday where I was like, oh yeah, I love rock and roll. Oh, okay. There's two scenes in this film. The I love rock and roll scene. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ending Britney Spears when she sings, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah. Prefer that song. Prefer her in the performance for I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Oh, okay. Over I Love Rock and Roll. Yes. That's my hot take. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know. I, I still like I Love Rock and Roll, but it's, I mean, they're both good performances. Like, it, they're just different vibes, you know? Oh, yeah. There's no stripper pole. That would be a little... I think I'm not a girl, not yet a woman should have had a stripper pole. <laughs> yeah. Then I would have maybe personally given it a high rating. <laughs> I think they're both great. I feel like... The lyric... You I always mean, need. The song itself is definitely... Like, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman is a better song. I think. Like, it means a lot more than I love rock and roll. Yeah, I it's think saying Joan Jett was like, uh, not as good as Britney Spears. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, I do wait for the hate comments to roll in. I do love um Anson Mount's Ben, like his expressions when she's singing, and he's like, hmm, "Not that bad," but his expressions are so vivid. Uh huh. It's just I, I. That's like what I love in movies now. After seeing this and then Josie, is I love the lead's boyfriend mm-hmm. that the actor is like wiling out with their facial expressions they're like that. this is my moment to shine i gotta do something with my face yeah to be like what he does he emotes i love it there's like another scene where i was like oh he had some interesting expressions um maybe it was like towards the end where he was like being sad and he was just like mm. you know he works it because she he thinks she's leaving at the end i don't know not to just skip but (laughs) i feel like that's okay because we can like skip i do love 
if we're skipping along, mm-hmm. there's a scene where they're having like a sleepover after they get the money because obviously they win singing I Love Rock and Roll. Yes. Because it's iconic. Duh. Yeah. And it's Brie's fav- Brie favorite song because Brie was there and she was just like, <laughs> I was all in the, the crowd. Money. Um, they have like the sleepover and they're all giggling and laughing. And- oh, yeah. And they're like sharing things they're like, oh, what's what, what? actually it's kind of weird because they're like, what's the best part of your life? What's the worst part of your life? It's like, <laughs> do you remember Chattitude? Yes. It's very Chattitude. <laughs> Wasn't that like our favorite game for a period of time? It was. It's like, I think all those early 2000s, like, preteen games Mm -hmm. were really training us to be narcissists. (laughs) It was, like, only, like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. What's your favorite part of your life so far? (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite song? Like, we need to play Chattitude again and see what it's all about. Let's bring it back. Oh, my God. Late to the party. Like, have, like, an after party. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Play Chattitude. Oh, man. I wish we had Chattitude right now. It's like, what's your favorite Britney Spears song? And you'd have to guess. Yeah. And then if you, about me, and then if you got it wrong, I got to be mad at you for the rest of the night. Yeah. I feel like that probably happened a couple times, probably. but I, I feel like we should have known those answers. Maybe. Let's, no. we should bring it back. What's and my see. favorite Britney Spears song, Brie? I just I said it. Say overprotected. Yeah. Okay. You got it right. <laughs> Good. No, I don't have to storm away from this podcast. <laughs> we can keep rolling. We can keep rolling. Oh. Uh, oh my gosh it, that also reminds me of in this movie lucy shows anson mount her poem she wrote oh yeah which is not a poem i know it's literally the lyrics to a song <laughs> she's like i'm not a girl not yet a woman not a girl not yet yeah, she just yeah it sounds like and we all know it's a song, but then he adds music to it, and she's like, "All right, I love how cool she is Great. with just turning this poem into a song." You know, yeah. the poem is like just song lyrics, so it's so funny. I love it though. Yeah, but people make poems into songs. Have you seen like I don't know people like rapping? Yeah, Dr. Seuss. I mean, yes, but I feel like because what is what is her? What are the lyrics? Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Can you judge if I tell you a poem? Tell me if this is a poem or not. Uh, poem or song lyric? No, tell me if this is a poem. Oh, okay. Okay, you want to hear my poem? Yeah. <clears throat> I used to think I had the answers to everything. But now I know that life doesn't always go my way. It feels like I'm caught in the middle. That's when I realized I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. All I need is time, a moment that is mine. While I'm in between, I'm not a girl. Thank you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know when you go see some poetry and it doesn't necessarily rhyme? Yeah. There was enough in that. Where there even was some rhyming, and nobody talks like that. Yeah, no one talks like that. So it's not just written word, but it, 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 
pros? Is that what people say when they say, is that what they mean when they say pros? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't taken a language arts class in quite some time. But Since David Ghetto was on the charts. Yeah. But that, I would say that that's at least written with the purpose of being artful. And I guess that might inherently be poetry. Okay, but I don't think that's, like, the structure of how you write a poem is what I'm trying oh, to say. it's not, like, stanza one, it's not, like... The, yeah. I, yeah, I remember there being very strict rules. Like, when I learned how to write poetry, you know... Or, like, even freeform. I feel like it's more of a... A something, like a song, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what Anson Mount was trying to get at. Yeah, he was like, like, girl... You're writing songs. I know you're valedictorian, but you're from Louisiana. You might be a little dumb. Did you say Louisiana? Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> sounds like you're so Louisiana. Louisiana. It's like my drag name, Louisiana. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. But, um, okay, so you like my poem? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Okay. You think it's a better song? You think it's a hit? Yeah, I think it makes a better song. I mean, that song's a bop. My sister loved this movie, and I've I remember I asked you to watch this movie with me. You were like, no. Because you've already seen it. One, I've seen it. Two, it's just like, as much as I want to spend time with Nikki, it was like. (laughs) At what cost? Yeah, at what cost? (laughs) Oh, man. I know you were so, you wanted to spend time with me. You're like Ben in the movie. You're like, oh, too much girl energy. I don't know if it's that. I gotta go drive my car. It's just, if I remember. Crossroads is like it has that like without a paddle vibe where it's like friends getting together for and remembering something that they promised they would do when they were kids mm-hmm. and they're like we have to follow through on this yeah you know it's not exactly that but it, you know it's yeah it's that vibe uh but without all the fun that's it without a paddle <laughs> and I remember the I love rock and roll scene and I was kind of like what am I going to get out of this? Yeah, that's, that's memories. That's memories. <laughs> Lucy's poem. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Or when Lucy goes to see her mom, her deadbeat mom, played by Kim Cattrall. There is some drama in this. So she sees her her mom, which Kim Cattrall does a really great job as, as her mom. mom. Yeah. Who doesn't want her. Yeah. Very Samantha Jones. It is. She was like, "Oh, why are you here?" Yeah, she literally is like, "What do you? What do you want?" And she, she's like, "Well, you're my mom." And she's like, "And, <laughs> and what about it?" And I left you. She's like, "Yes, and I, and I left you." <laughs> oh, it's kind of a bummer, but I don't know. You got to find things out for yourself, I guess. I don't know. I feel like this movie's somewhat realistic. I do, I do appreciate that. Like, sometimes that's what you get in life. Yeah. Though I feel like some things are a little more, like, real, like, what are the odds? Like, um, I don't know. Like, uh, Kit, her fiancé happens to be the same guy that, it's technically Mimi's baby daddy. Rapist. Rapist, yeah. He's, bleep that out. (laughs) Yeah, is that? Rapist. Yeah, shmapist. Um, can we not say that word? Will we get flagged? We might. Can we say rapist? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 
Okay. You're not threatening anybody. No. Not like <laughs> when I said Cameron Diaz is a sexual assaulter in the Sweetest Thing episode and that got a shadow ban. Yeah, that was a little different. Well, that was on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok's a little wild. TikTok is. But it's it's just kind of messed up. Like the... I guess the... um. I don't know, like, the universe playing sick jokes is, like, one of those things where it's, like, like, the scene where she goes with Kit to, like, confront this guy, Dylan, I guess is his name. She's like, I want to see it, but I want you to be there. And then she's there, and then it all comes together. She's like, oh, my God, that's the same guy with the blue bottle, and, you know, he, you know, it all comes together. But then, like, Mimi, like, turns to run away and falls down the stairs. Okay, I remember Loses the baby. The keychain of the world drops like that's the way yes. they filmed it like the dramatic dropping of the world like this is a part that i didn't see because my dvd crapped out on ah oh. but i do remember correctly she falls down the stairs and loses the baby right yep i love the dramatic edit though of the world just tumbling down the stairs in slow-mo it's very symbolic what is that supposed to say though so like if you get knocked up in high school even though it wasn't it was kind of against her will, but if you get knocked up in high school, you cannot have your dreams. But no. if you're smart and sweet, like Britney Spears, you can have someone else's dream and they could be your backup singer. Actually, maybe it is. But I mean, Mimi does go for it, but maybe her dream Yeah, I don't I don't know. If what should has... Mimi and Kit get? Well, I mean, okay, Lucy definitely comes out on top because Mimi starts out, like, the whole trip. She's, she started the trip, you mm -hmm. know, and she banded her friends together. She was bugging them about digging up the box again. Mm -hmm. They were both, you know, begrudgingly, they, they ended up going, even though we thought they wouldn't. But it's only because she bugged them, I think. Yep. And then same thing with the trip. Bugged him about, you know, she's she like, wanted to be a singer, go to this audition. They're like, oh, fine, I guess I'll go. You probably shouldn't just be traveling alone, whatever, which is nice, mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, when they go to the karaoke thing, she gets the stage fright. So yeah, what is she? You're right. And she loses her she baby. She loses baby. Kit loses her fiance. So her dream friendship. about being a bride. That's what you gain. So they gain friendship. So Lucy, <laughs> because she's Britney Spears and sweet and smart. And doesn't have sex until she, she does. Gets to a hotel. <laughs> yeah, she gets to a hotel with Anson Mount. Um, so because she, they're not Britney Spears, they don't get to live their dreams, but they get to be her backup singers. This is really sad. This is kind of messed up. I'm That's not, not fair. Not get a woman. Dang. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, I mean, there were certain parts of this movie where I was like, wow, Lucy really came out on top, you know? Like, you're right. Wow. And that's life, baby. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know. Hey, at least she's giving her friends cool jobs. Yeah. Not like you can work my merch table. But does she end up being a singer? Well, she doesn't. I mean, she leaves, right? And goes home or what? What happens? Do we even know? No. Okay. So does she become a singer? Well, we don't even know if she won the competition. She just gets to sing and people clap. And right? then it's like credits roll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She sings. I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. Right. Is that. Yeah. And that's it. Because she. She gets the guy. Her dad comes and makes up 
they make up Mm because she leaves her dad. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all going to go home and then... Yeah, I remember in my notes, I was like, wait, I thought Mimi was going to audition. Because it's just like, I guess it was just implied that she's like, well, I guess I'm not going to be a singer now. Yeah. That really sucks. But it's just an honor for them to be able to sing back up for I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Am I right? Because uh-huh. that's a bop. It and is. if I could sing back up for a bop, my so- life would be good. But do they just give up on dreams in general? Because they do eventually come back, and then they bury the box again. But instead of the dreams, they bury the past. So they put whatever the past to bed. Yeah. So like whatever the like Kit's engagement ring. What else do they put? I don't know. Maybe or Lucy puts the locket. I, I kind of forgot what they put in there. But they're like, we gotta live in the now, which is kind of inspirational. Yeah. The world's your oyster. I like it. I like it. Live your dreams. Yeah. Not everyone can be Britney Spears. It's a little humbling. It is. It's like, oh, yeah. Britney Spears <laughs> couldn't find her mom. Yeah. But also, Zoe Saldana and Taryn Manning are Britney Spears. So they can't be on stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. The world is about putting you in your place. Like, live your <laughs> dreams. But don't get crazy. But don't get crazy. Yeah. But, like, be in the now. Mm-hmm. Put the past to bed. Yeah. And take chances. Take chances. Go on a road trip mm-hmm. with a dude that you think is a killer. Yeah. And while he's sleeping, grab his keys and play Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. And when you're out of money, show your midriff and sing a Joan Jett song. Yep. Works every time. <laughs> That's what you do. Ooh. And... You always have to shampoo with herbal essences. Oh, because yeah. Because Britney Spears was the spokesperson, and there's product placement in this movie. I love it. Which I love herbal essences. Like that smell. Mm hmm. I think you, the other day when we were in the Walmart, you were talking about that. We like went past the herbal essences and we were like, I just got to get away. Just huff the herbal essence. Yeah. Feel something again. It does. It makes you feel something. Yeah. Well, I love how in Crossroads, how they bury the past. Yeah. And we, with this podcast, are trying to bring, bring it back, back up the past. We're trying to bury that every time. Or like unearth the wish box. Yep. I feel like that's every episode we unearth the wish box. Yes. Sometimes it's not what we hoped for. Sometimes it's much more than what we hoped. Sometimes we're Britney and sometimes we're like Mimi. Yeah. Exactly like Mimi. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, sometimes our dreams get shattered. Yeah. Sometimes this is what dreams are made of. You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> well, any final thoughts? Oh, yes. Final thoughts. Mm-hmm. This movie's great. It's great for what it is. It should be on streaming. It should Agreed. be at least on Paramount Plus because this is a Paramount feature. Right. Yeah, get on that Paramount. Yeah. Um, Free Britney. Also, the costume designer, Wendy Schechter. Mm-hmm. So that Southern University t-shirt that Britney Spears has in the movie and on the movie poster. Mm-hmm. So that, so like Southern University is a predominantly African-American university in Louisiana. 
And it's near Kentwood, Louisiana, which oh. is where Britney's from. Oh, that's cool. And the costume designer just found it in a thrift store and was like, oh, she's a college-oriented girl. Mm-hmm. Not even really, like, knowing it's, like, you know, like a, a black college. Yeah. But it's, like, a really small school. And the school enjoyed publicity. And the chancellor, Edward Jackson, said he was tickled pink by the use. Aww. And the fact that we're African-American makes little difference. And then the school's bookstore saw, like, an uptick in their sales for their shirts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and what if people went to school there at Southern University because they saw Britney wear it? I would. That's really cool. Yeah. True. I just think that's a little... Britney Spears really was giving. Mm-hmm. She gave us so much. <sighs> it's not fair. No. I hope she's okay. Like, I know, like, recently, like, there's, like, some fans that called the police because she went, I guess she was off of Instagram or something. Yeah, she deleted her Maybe Instagram. she wants privacy. I don't know. I just hope she's okay out there. Like, I hope, you know, she has some freedom, like, she deserves and just, and some peace, you know, because she deserves peace. I agree. I think... Like, I know it's, like, it's, like, the elephant in the room, so we have to talk about Britney Spears now in a lot of ways because yeah, of it all, you know? Yeah. But I do like being in our little wish box of 2002 mm-hmm. because Britney Spears, during this era, during this time, was so successful, so young. Yes. Like, The fact that, and I know I've said it once before this episode, but just the fact that she had an idea, wanted to make a movie, all pop stars make their acting debut some way or another. Like, she did it and she had a lot of females in the crew, Mm -hmm. you know, she's supporting black universities. Yeah, she's, you know, she's doing the Lord's work is what I'm trying to say. And I love being in this time capsule. I love being stuck in 2002. Same. It makes me so happy. Just having this exist. It's very nice. It is. I feel like this movie, too, is just like a really good comfort movie. Yeah. You just want like a little bit of drama, yeah. a little bit of real world situations. Yeah. Lots of singing in your underwear. Mm hmm anything i don't know i love like that it has like a friendship pact and i feel like it's saying if you make a pact it sticks Mm -hmm. i feel like we're proof we are anyway (laughs) i don't know i was like hey (laughs) yeah it's true i don't know it is i feel like that's the proof is in the pudding exactly (laughs) um but thank you guys so much for listening yeah, rate, oh. review, subscribe. Yeah, follow us at the Late to the Party Pod, and we'll see you. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.
I used to be.